Welcome to Toy Talk with Dr. Tasha Toy, a talk show with probative interviews about relationships, self-care, and so much more. No batteries included. It's time for Toy Talk. Here's Dr. Tasha Toy. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is Toy Talk, no batteries included. This is Dr. Tasha Toy coming to you again to share with you some other topics and ideas around life, liberty, and everything else that's going around in St. George. I would like to introduce my partner in crime and my featured guest host, Ms. Excuse me, I almost did it again, Dr. Karen Reed Hinden. Hello, hello, St. George. Happy to be back. Thank you very much. And you're not by yourself this time. Who do you have with you? No, I'm not by myself. I'm happy to have my tech go-to guy. I've known this fella since 1996. That's a while. Sean Jones. Good evening. Oh, hello. Welcome to Toy Talk. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. You know there's no batteries included, right? None. I do. Not a battery inside. Now you know. Tell your friends. Now, we are here uh, each week, for those who are joining us, we pick a topic and we discuss it. The first week, we had my wonderful husband on board talking about, um, I interviewed him to get a little bit more perspective of who I was. Last week, I introduced you to Karen, who's my BFF and my bestest friend, one of my bestest friends. And we talked about teamwork and holding each other accountable as you're moving moving forward in life. And that accountability can be those who celebrate your moments and those who also, when you are not really on firm ground, to also give you what you need of support and getting you back on the tracks. So right. the third installment of Toy Talk, we're going to talk about organization. The reason why we're bringing that one up is because this is the time where usually even academically and also in the calendar, we, we either look back over our shoulders because it's been 10 months Christmas is around the corner, meaning a new year. A lot of new um, clothes are coming out, the new looks, you know, that fall, winter feel. And my personal favorite, calendar hunting. I love calendars and planners. So, But it gets you to start thinking about how do you organize your life? How do you make sure that you are addressing your needs and the needs of everyone around you appropriately and not burning yourself out at the same time. Right. So I would ask, Karen, I know that you shared before we got on the air that you brought bought two new calendars. Two. Yes. Why two? Um, well, one, mainly because I need to de- decide which one I want to keep. So one is a desk calendar. So that's something that I used to use a while back that was a system that I had to go along with that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm thinking about going back to. And the other is just a regular um, uh, planner uh-huh. that allows me to just kind of put everything in it. But I'm in, a, I'm in a space about it because I need to find or figure out the best way to integrate all the different parts of myself into this calendar. You know, every time we come up into a new year, you know, we've determined that this is new year, new me. Yeah. Things different. 
Yep. You know, refocus, reprioritize, and calendars can help you do that. Right. But then what happens when you're not really connecting all the dots with that? So that's what I'm trying to do this year with this brand new calendar. So I've got a little something here. It's from um, Inkwell Press. I got it from Home, uh, not Home Depot. I hope it was not Home Depot. Depot. Made of wood. Okay. <laughs> we spent enough time in there. Um, from Office Depot, where it actually has things like a a mission board that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can write out your daily habits, your tracker. Um, you can look at things like, you know, how do you use your me time? When do you get to be social, your mm-hmm. financial? And also, you know, where do you put your notes and your ramblings and your thoughts about things? So really trying to make it integrated. And so I bought this along with the desk calendar that has a lot of the same things on it, just on a desk, like like the big sheet. That's smart. That's really I, smart. Well, you know, talk, we're talking about organization and you bringing up the calendar. The one thing that I, in hindsight that makes a big difference is something that I used to do as an exercise. Karen, you taught first-year experience, didn't you? Yeah. I did also. And also our wonderful guest is it from the business world. So I, this will kind of be in his way of thinking. You know, the wonderful thing mm-hmm. when it comes to organization, which makes some people scattered, unfocused, is that they don't have a mission. Mm-hmm. What is the reason why you're doing what you're doing? Even when you make up your bed, the reason why you make up your bed is because you want to sleep better. You want your room to be better. And Mm -hmm. it makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. That is the mission of making the bed. Mm -hmm. So mission, bed, organization, there you go. It's the same thing when you think about about businesses, colleges, universities. When you think about um, Intel or anybody like that. The one thing that they all have in common is that they have a mission statement. It's something that they all organize their people around, their resources around, their right. thoughts, their planning, and also mm-hmm. some reflection. So I, I ask the both of you, and I'm also going to put myself out there, have you created a mission statement for yourself? And if you have, when's the last time you've taken a look at it and reviewed it to see is it really relevant to who you are now? Oh, that's good. But I'm going to let Ty answer. Yeah. Uh, I just had this conversation or a training on this a couple of months ago. Uh, my mission statement's around um, empowering myself and others to do great things. Mm-hmm. Um, not specifically tech, not specifically life purpose, but just a general thing. Like, be an enabler, be a doer, be find the opportunities and be in a position where you can bless others to further their path. Right. Um, that's That's been, I feel, I feel like that's been my mantra for a while. Mm-hmm. But um, when every time you go back and reflect, there's always more you can do to help others, but there's also a lot more you can do to, to help yourself. You know, I've been in places where I've sacrificed myself. Right. And, and my abilities to try to make others grow. Mm-hmm. So the reflection always comes in on how can you do more for yourself and how can you be a better person for yourself? 
Because at the end of the day, when you die, it's still just you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Right? Exactly. It is you, very true. Well, here's my, does your mission statement only pertain to your professional life? Or do you have one for your personal life, for your friends, for your family, for your community? Or do you just have a mission statement for your professional life? For me, it's for both. It's for everything. Because, I mean, I guess that's the way I am. I'm a helpful guy, helpful, nice person, whether that's good or that's bad. But um, the the same values that I put in my community of bettering my community, I try to do at work as well. How do I better the company? How do I... How do I give them a return on this is the value that I give to you, mm-hmm. which is why you pay me X, Y, Z dollars or why I deserve this promotion yeah. or I've enabled these opportunities for my staff to grow. Mm-hmm. So here's the value we're giving to you. So this is the expectations I have of them, you know, and that always gets reminded during our performance review process of here's the goal. Here's the journey. Here's the business journey. But here's your own personal journey and how do those things intersect. Yeah, and, and we have to remember that more and more uh, institutions, whether it's the private sector or the public sector, are trying to get their employees to merge both their personal lives and their work lives together yeah. for work balance. So True. you're going to end up mm-hmm. um, trying, to, I think, trying to accomplish both sides of the house, like trying to um, you know, accomplish the mission on both sides of the house. And I think the more that the person is able to prioritize that mm-hmm. and be honest about, you know, with themselves about what it is that they're able to do, then, you know, having a calendar or having a system in place right. allow you to be able to move forward and in, in, um, take yeah. care of that mission. Very good. Yeah, true. I, and I would say for me, the biggest thing is I, I've done mission statements with incoming freshmen who have struggled with what is my identity? How yeah. do I organize my life? I've worked uh, all these years to get to college, and now I have to come up with this new identity. So kind mm-hmm. of pushing them to try to figure out what that is, but at that moment also prompts me to ask, when's the last time I checked with, in with myself about my mm-hmm. mission statement, and is it still relevant to me, which is part of the organization? Now, since we've started, we looked at the calendar we looked at the mission statement now Mm -hmm. here's the other part of it being honest and i kind of touched on it what are the points in our lives that we need to actually get organized before we came on the air we talked about um you have your private life you have a professional life we have computers now that you have all these files that of the same document you have 20 different versions of them and only one is relevant Um, We also have the calendar, we have the paper, we have the stuff, and the stuff is clothes and shoes and purses. We're not going to talk about purses. We're not going to talk about purses. No. But here's the thing. Everybody has their vice. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. I have to be honest with you. My vice, I'm I'm a techie person. That as soon as the, the next shiny thing comes out, I'm like, ooh, shiny, need. And so I have an eye. Pinterest. Like, okay. Like, remember that? Like, you showed me about Pinterest. I, I did. We were in DC. Yes. And I, I think I must have spent the rest of <laughs> the conference trying to. 
trying to pull it together. Yeah. And like, I mean, she's like, I gotta go. I gotta go see Pinterest. I'm like, is he your friend like, now? How did your friend become? Pin- oh, you gotta, you gotta understand. Pinterest is, you did I? And then I start getting tagged. Mm-hmm. I got exposed to Pinterest maybe like two years ago. Yeah, it's addictive. There was um, a number of tech blogs I follow that do hardware reviews and stuff. Yeah. And a couple of them have these really cool wallpapers. Yeah. Wallpapers that they put on their phones, and they're like, "Hey, you get these from Pinterest." Yeah. And one of them was really cool that compelled me to go to Pinterest to, to take a look at it. Look, Pinterest so, is works, the busy right? person's mission board. Like, if you don't have time to cut out pictures on out the magazine and paste stuff and like and sage it. Mm-hmm. You know, and print and whatever you got to do over it, you know, like Pinterest will allow you to do that. Pinterest actually allows you to really just kind of just put it in order. Like you can kind of see what right. it is that you're really thinking about. So, and that's what I like. Okay, find a little spot for Pinterest. The thing I like about Pinterest now is that, well, first of all, you can share. Yes. So when it was time for me to get my, when I was getting married and had to get my wedding and vendors were like, what is your concept? What are you thinking? I was like, oh, I, I remember that. That was yeah. the best. They were like, do you have a Pinterest page? <laughs> Why, yes, I do. And here's the link. And it really helped with, you know, I, this is what I'm thinking, but now you yeah. can see it. My colors are green and purple. Well, what's color green and purple, you know? Oh, it was oh, yeah. beautiful. Don't 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 try, Mr. Man. It was gorgeous. It was. No, it, was, it, was no. it was one so, of the so, best so, so weddings. The way my brain processed it was green and purple. You're like, green and purple. That's interesting. So and then Milwaukee Bucks came up, and then the Charlotte Hornets came up. So I'm like, okay, match. Right, like, oh, good. I so, processed it. Okay. A very proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. It's all good. Hey, Sororers. Her husband is Omega Sci-Fi. Till he dies. Yes. It makes perfect sense. And just as a sidebar, ironically, I was the only Sigma Gamma Row amongst all of these AKAs. In the building. In the building. Asking, are you sure? (laughs) AKA. So I'm an AKA. My mom's an AKA. Her posse, of course, AKAs. I'm marrying into a family where Joel's mother started a chapter at this point nearly 50 years ago. So she, her, and all of that posse member, his mom, his sister, his niece, all AKAs. So, of course, they all were looking at Karen side eye and asking a hard question, lady. What's the deal? Uh Uh Why did I see... But you know what? They all knew because every time I would go to a conference, I would, I would look feverishly yeah. for something with blue, and the gold and the poodle, and yes. they were like, "You're at the wrong place." I'm like, "It's long story. Just hand me the, just hand me the shirt." That's right. I love That's it right. to death. All right, let's get him back on track. Okay. Yes. That's so all. getting back. <laughs> But so, it started with his side eye in trying to figure out the purple and the green, but we're not going to go back there. It works. But the thing, no poker face, right? We don't have poker faces around. No poker faces. Here, 
that's my struggle. It's I fine. need a poker face. I don't have one. But, it's fine. We're going back. The thing about it is, we where in our lives do we need to be organized? Do we need right. to be organized in ourselves, or do we need to be organized in our stuff, or do we need to be organized both ways? And please understand, this organization does extend to friends and family. Remember oh, last well. week we said we can cut people. That's clean. Or they cut themselves off. Yeah. That too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think that it, I think it just kind of depends on where you are in your life. So, you know, when you are a younger person mm-hmm. and you're thinking about how to organize yourself, you're thinking about it from the standpoint of your social circle and who you're around. Right. You know, I got to go to this thing or I got to go to that thing. And I think as you mature, not necessarily get older, mm-hmm. but very as you good. Mature, Mm-hmm. You begin to identify your values and begin to get active mm-hmm. or at least interested in things that begin to mirror your values. Mm-hmm. And I think that often then drives how you prioritize, you know, your life. You begin mm-hmm. to kind of figure out, oh, this is what's important. This is what's not really important. Let me figure out where this is into the scope of things. Mm-hmm. And those things that I think kind of rise to the top are the things that ultimately we, you know, kind of put a lot of our focus on. So, but that looks different for every person. But let me challenge you now. You're saying, you're using the term prioritizing, and I'm Mm -hmm. saying organizing. Mm -hmm. You have all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. How do you get it together that it functions or works in the way that is intended to do? versus which one is more important than the other? Well, only the, I think the person dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. The the person that's dealing with it is the one that really knows where it fits for them. So, like, piano lessons for me wouldn't do anything for me, but the person who is the virtuoso that believes in having that regular practice that rises to the top for them, that's something that does not move for them. Whereas for someone else, they can take it or leave it. Can I plink something out on the piano? Yeah, maybe. But you're also not performing for Carnegie Hall. True. So I think that that kind of has a some some play in that. Or you look at it the other way. You've, you've worked like an 80-hour work week. Yeah. You're rolling in the weekend. There's some personal projects and things you you got to get done. But you know what? There's a barbecue going on, and you need a break. Yeah. Now, what's important should be the thing that you're studying and planning for. Yeah. Right. But also, you need to take a break. Yeah. So, you're going to prioritize for that instant that says, you know what, this can hold. Yeah, I'm not going to take that break. I'm going to take the break. Yeah, I'm going to take that break. But that's me. So, so it's, it's independent. I mean, it's kind of separate from the whole personal mantra of what's important to you and you're going to organize your life. Right. But at certain instances, you're going to deviate to fulfill an immediate need that will help you refocus and recenter on your vision statement. So then that, I think that goes into being flexible, yeah. too. So, you know, sometimes calendars can sadly be so rigid that you don't feel like you have any space to really do anything else and you have to kind of break your own rules i think in order to again make things work for you yeah nice so if you prioritize and you put it all together what is the best feeling at the end of the process when you look back that really works do is it when it works smoothly 
you know, after you've probably broken your rules or prioritized or whatever? Or mm -hmm. is it because you have been like a wonderful phoenix and you've risen and you've become a new and you have a new pros new ID? What you talking about? New idea into what you're doing. So what what do you think? Well, I, I want to know what's I, funny. We're all looking like the rising from the ashes. Oh, well, I, you know, for me, it's it's feeling accomplished at the end of it that mm -hmm. I that I don't feel like, oh, my goodness, there's one more thing on the list that has to get done. Like feeling like I've gotten things accomplished. And even though I know that there's more to be done, I feel good where I am at this state. Yeah. True. At this checkpoint, I'm good. I've gotten what I've needed to do completed. And yeah. I can now look at what the next set of period of time is yes. set forth in front of me. Do you, yes. well, do you think that because you've now accomplished your goal and you've done it because you have organized everything mm -hmm. that you have protected yourself and mm -hmm. your, your space, your happiness, your, your, sanity in some cases when it comes to certain things um is that one of the wonderful things about organization is because it gives you clarity and and also does it give you more time to do other things like going to that cookout you were talking about so for me being organized well enough to see what even if it's like here's what the next week looks like uh -huh. if I it's going to be jam-packed um, I know I need to hunker down and focus because I'm I'm still even at this age can procrastinate just like that. We all are professional. And, and just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just go talk to this person for five minutes, and that five minute conversation is an hour and a half, and whatever you had planned to do, done. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, you might have made progress in something else that was less important than the thing you were doing right now yeah. right. by having that conversation, but it's immediately like you're deviating there and you just yeah. need to just schedule those things out. So I think for the checkpoints that you're putting yourself into, it gives you a good good reflection of, hey, I'm, I'm actually moving towards, I'm doing well in my journey or, oh man, I got a lot of catch up now to do and I got to go figure out how to get this together. Yeah. Do you... For the both of you, do you consider yourselves to be procrastinators? Go ahead. Repeat the question. Do you consider yourselves to be procrastinators? I, you know, procrastinator is such a harsh, harsh word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I delayed respondent? Probably so. Probably more delayed response. And not because I don't want to do the thing, but I want to be able to like get it get it done with the like the most in the most optimal way mm -hmm. I can get it done without wearing myself out in the process. So, you know, it's the reason why uh, when I'm at work sometimes and I'm given this laundry list of things to get done, mm -hmm. I, I really have to stop and go, okay, what really rises to the top and what can be, you know, put to the side for a hot second while I get these other things in place. Like, and, I, and part of that is just understanding that a request from the dean's office, for example, might look different from a request from a student, you know, but can the request from the student get done faster than what the dean is asking? 
Maybe, but I have to stop long enough to think about whether or not that's possible. My, my view is there's work that you're going to do that's really fascinating that you'd rather do versus the stuff that's kind of repetitive and mundane, but it has to get done. Yeah. So the work that's interesting and challenging, you're going to easily spend time on it and you can spend hours upon days upon weeks on getting it done. Mm-hmm. The less interesting, mundane, routine stuff is the things that often gets overlooked and procrastinated until it becomes, yeah. oh shoot, I got like yeah. two hours to get this done. Gotta learn how to eat that frog. Gotta learn how to eat the frog. Learn how to eat, what does that mean? Yeah, so that pretty much means that you have to like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, so, I was like, what? So, so, uh, both y'all are hating. Uh, and, uh, Confused uh, is the no. word. <laughs> is about you know dealing with the most unpleasant thing first so that you have the time and the space and the energy to take care of the other things later you, you do know so, i like frogs okay yeah yeah <laughs> why we got it why you guys talk about frogs? there's actually a book out there called eat that frog that talks about that yeah i'm a I'm gonna gun on here to send you that link. Thank you. Okay, because you know I'm not. I'm. I'm also gonna put a challenge out there. Challenge. So, I. Mm. But it was so when I was in my former position, one of the books that we read for book club again talking about organization and prioritization mm-hmm. was about you know how do you take the thing that's the most unpleasant and get that done to the best of your ability so that you can focus on the other things that are. Um, important to you that you you know tend to prioritize back up to the top of the list because like you said it's really easy to take the thing that you don't like and push it all the way down at yep. the bottom and hope that you really don't have to deal with that thing so true yeah. I, and I find myself doing that also of huh I can I can do that later and later yeah. never comes quite you know Until two weeks later who? And like, what? Oh. <laughs> and if they don't oh. answer it, even better. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I have a ghost report right now that keeps showing up every year. And I'm like, this is no real data. Why do y'all keep trying to make me <laughs> write a report? Because you're efficient. You're, you're awesome like no that. real data. Mm-hmm. I can't even do anything. I can't manipulate it. I can't do anything with it. So why? Well, we need it. For what, though? Like, what are you trying to do? And if they can't explain it, you know it really doesn't have any merit. But, you know, you're not really helping because they're just going to keep coming back. All you're doing is deflecting. All you're doing is deflecting. We have approximately one minute before we have to exit. So um, just to recap some of the things we went over is today we're talking about organization and how we're organizing in our lives. And one of the things is that we discussed is do you have a mission statement do you have something that speaks to you and if you do when is the last time you've taken it off the shelf dusted it and really looked at it to say does it fit me and what do i do with it at this time does it fit me who i am now then the next thing is we talked about organizing itself but it kind of took a left turn when karen very aptly added you need to prioritize what you're doing because it makes a difference. And then you can get into working with that work. And when you're working with whatever is on your list, you have to be honest with yourself and hold yourself accountable to not be a 
a person who delays responses, also known as a procrastinator. And when that is all said and done, you have the ability to enjoy the things in your life that makes a difference. That means that cookout, that book, that family member, and then really enjoying what life has to offer. So I would like to say thank you to Karen and thank you to our wonderful guest, Mr. Troy. Tyshawn. Tyshawn, excuse me. He's called, the other he's, you called it. <laughs> I'm like, who's Troy? I'm sorry. Tyshawn, thank you very much. And we really appreciate you being here. And we hope that, you know, you have to come back so I can get your name right the next time on our podcast. So without further ado, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. This is Toy Talk, no batteries included. Have a good afternoon, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, George. Good evening or good day.